Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. That time of the week where we catch up with someone from Greater Shepparton City Council. It was a council meeting earlier in the week, so Greater Shepparton Mayor Shane Sarley joins me now. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, many, many items covered. We'll just pick out a few. Uh, one that did jump out to me, not least because it's right here next to where I am sitting right now in the 1FN, 1FM studio, is these interesting new plans for 45 Parkside Drive in North Shepparton. Yeah, only a, a stone throw away from your studio. So as uh, yourself and, and possibly listeners out there would be well aware that a little while ago we went down the path of uh, offering this land to women's housing, uh, but unfortunately that organisation weren't able to seek uh, any government government funding. So that sort of project uh, fell over. And, and look, uh, I guess, and, and I can appreciate community members sort of sitting in that element of unknown space and we're privy to you know, many conversations leading up to Tuesday's meeting that we had that now we can sort of go through the process now of sharing our intent to uh, try and come to a really positive outcome with a new early parenting centre that uh, the Department of Health uh, seek to build on that particular site, obviously a portion of that site, as well as a really exciting proposal as well, which is GB Health uh, seek to use part of the site for staff accommodation. So we know that they've got a significant amount of staff that are, you know, utilising uh, units and houses across our community. Now, I think uh, yesterday someone mentioned to me that they're, they're leasing about 70 to 80 uh, properties a- across the municipality to obviously accommodate their staff because, you know, you, can, you might be able to get some staff here, but it's very challenging to find them uh, suitable housing. So if we can help support these organisations to do some really positive things, not only does it benefit them, which are vitally important to our community, but it also uh, frees up some much-needed uh, residential properties or units or whatever it might be to to get some of our most vulnerable but as um and and also just anyone that's in the housing market yeah that just seems like a really positive uh project it's going to benefit all of us in terms of you know staff at the hospital what what sort of a time frame i mean is that definitely going ahead now what are we looking at uh no yeah so very early stages um you know uh, i quite often speak about this publicly when when people ask me what's uh, the biggest challenge with council, and I sort of say there's this word process uh, that often comes into it, and, and we're now entering into this, this process that unfortunately can't happen overnight. So it's about initially uh, telling the community that this is our intent. Uh, we'll now go through some consultation. We'll bring the community along on the journey with this one here. I'm sure they'll be really uh, happy to see that this is where we're progressing. Not only uh, people are budding this property, uh, but also uh, people within our municipality that I think will really benefit from this. So this will take a little bit of time. Uh, look, I'm really hopeful that over the next six months we can have consultation done and perhaps some more consideration come back to us, probably leading into next year's budget, uh, because this is an asset that sits on council's books at the moment, so we need to determine uh, what that uh, financial return will look like for us and those uh, conversations will now start uh, because we're now uh, officially public with our intent. Okay. The other item that leapt out of the council papers to me was GV Link land sale. So perhaps you can update us on what is happening with that industrial precinct. 
Yes, I'm sure many people that have been connected to our community for a long time now would be well aware that many years ago, Council purchased a significant parcel of land out on Talamba Road in Marutna, which was obviously uh, proposed to be a really sort of big key industrial precinct known as GB Link. Uh, when it was obviously purchased, it was with that vision to not only try and... Um, you know, encourage investment into our region, but it was also abutting uh, a future bypass. And obviously we, we received some news uh, late last week that the federal government have now withdrawn the $208 million that was sitting uh, in the budget to help support uh, the bypass. It was never going to be an amount that would have it uh, accomplished, but we felt that there were some projects that could be achieved with that $208 million that would support uh, the in and out connection points of a second river crossing. Uh, that doesn't mean that we can't proceed with GV Link. Uh, we've seen not only a significant interest in people wanting to relocate to regional areas in a residential um, purpose, but also industrial. So there's not a lot of industrial land available, you know, throughout the whole of Victoria, let alone regional Victoria, and it's actually affordable. So again, very similar to how I explained Parkside Drive is that now we've gone public. Uh, we're going to go through a consultation. We've given our intent now, uh, not only to our community, but to potential investors out there that, hey, we are serious about attracting businesses to our region. We are serious about building our economy. We are serious about um, giving and creating more jobs in our community. That's what GV Link is about. And I'm really excited that, you know, we're now a part of a council group that potentially leading into next year's budget will be able to resolve a really long-standing asset that's been on the books sort of stagnant uh, we can get this off the ground. Uh, there's still a lot of work to go, but this is a really, really strong message to not only our community, but investors, that we are open for business. And that's what I uh, are really excited about and pushing forward on. Okay. Uh, we spoke to Councillor Seema Abdur earlier in the program about her motion uh, for the council to write to the federal government about the Gaza conflict, among other things. You did have something to say about this at the council meeting. Yeah, I did. Uh, look, uh, this you know, motion was put forward from Councillor Abdullah and councillors are entitled in, in some ways to put across any motion that they feel is necessary. Obviously, that goes to the CEO and there's, um, there's the small ability for the CEO to sort of review it and, and I guess, uh, you know, assess it for any legal or cost implications. And if that's the case, then you can come back with a report and a bit of other sort of details to support a motion, but obviously Councillor Abdullah's motion was um, supported by our CEO to be a part of the agenda, which was expected. And, yeah, look, I, I just obviously was really simple in, in my way of approaching this one here. I, I chose to abstain, so not have a position on basically international conflict, uh, not a position as a councillor to get involved in international conflict, but I did highlight at the start that I truly do pray the peace in any conflict taking place around the world that may be connected to people of our region. I genuinely mean that, and that, that was my sort of public message regarding this matter. But as for the, the other things um, requested in the motion to write letters to the, the Prime Minister, uh, sort of call for immediate solicitations and, and sort of align with the UN is something that I didn't want to have a position on in my capacity as a councillor, so I, I chose to abstain. And I'm sure you'd be well aware at the moment, Terry, that uh, my understanding is by the latest news reports is that a ceasefire has been agreed upon to release uh, some hostages. And, and these outcomes, you know, were achieved by, you know, world leaders. Uh, you know, I think it was uh, quoted the, the Qatarian government and, and members of the Egypt 
uh, government as well uh, managed to uh, engage with those in conflict at the moment and, and at least resolve this immediate ceasefire to to deal with the hostages. So this is well and truly, I'll, I'll be honest, well and truly above um, my capacity uh, as a councillor of Greater Shepparton. Uh, this is not something that uh, I want to be involved in, which is international conflict, and I chose not to have a position on this matter and, and chose to abstain. My, my initial message to community was, was that, you know, I, I pray for peace, and uh, I acknowledge that there are people in our community that are uh, obviously facing well, challenges. I think, that, I think that's the home. point, isn't it? I mean, I don't think anyone's expecting um, uh, any council, any Australian council, to get actually involved in the international conflict. But the point was that we have people in our local community who are connected and are obviously hurting, and this was a way to show them support. If you didn't agree with the motion, why did you uh, abstain rather than um, reject well, it? I don't want to have a position on international conflict. So I can't... It's not whether I agree or disagree. I chose to abstain and I gave my reasons. And that's where I sit on it as a council of Greater Shepherd. I'm sure there's many listeners out there would be probably thinking that this is above and beyond uh, my role and responsibility uh, to get involved in discussions regarding international conflict. As I just mentioned to you, uh, there seems to be uh, some positive steps taken to achieve a, a ceasefire over there, which is done by world leader. So I'll be honest with you, Terry, I probably can't expand any more on this uh, matter. That's a position that I took. Um, if you want to chat to other councillors and in particular uh, Councillor Seymour Abdullah who put the notice of motion, uh, please feel free to go ahead and do that. So you won't be taking any further action on this issue at all? No, I won't be. Tell me about these Mason Street units. Uh, they look interesting. They look like they would be more affordable housing for our region, which is something that we've been saying for a long time is needed. Yeah, so council aren't necessarily uh, privy to exactly what uh, and who may occupy these units, but we do know that there's uh, seven single-storey dwellings that have been approved at Tuesday's council meeting to be constructed there along Mason Street, which we know as a council we're advocating and, and pushing hard for people to not only infill but create that high-density form of living, uh, especially close to our CBD and those key services. So that ticks these boxes. Um, our priority here at council is to endorse planning applications that meet those requirements. So that's what's been achieved here. Uh, there are some uh, questions and interest around what's going to be in there, but that now uh, is the responsibility of the, the people building the units and the only the uh, um, owner occupier, or perhaps if they lease them out to other people as well. That's sort of none of our business, but our responsibility is to make sure that these units are built to the standard and meet the planning requirements. That's been done. We approved that at Tuesday night, and you know we just spoke about earlier how you know under pressure our community are from a housing. Con capacity that we have here and it's, it's very short and, and we know that you know we're trying to offer relief not only in supporting GV Health but trying to get people to undertake these developments and go from you know perhaps one or two dwellings on an existing block to now seven so that's a good opportunity and we hope that they can support uh, many people in our community that are looking to get into the housing market. What's your on your agenda for the rest of the week Shane? Well spring that's uh, 30th anniversary starts this evening so it's a uh, now over um, four days instead of the, the traditional three. So 30 years, a big shout-out to Les Adams and, and the team that have, you know, effectively uh, been maintaining and created a really iconic event for our region. So that, that kicks off tonight. I'll try and get across to that 
uh, general council business today, but there's some uh, exciting events that are always taking place this time of year. Uh, tonight, I'll be heading to the celebration of Committee for Greater Shepparton's 10-year anniversary. So it's amazing to think that they've been doing some great things for the past 10 years. And what is electrical? We know they're uh, an exceptional um, local business here and also do uh, many great things here. They've got a celebration on tonight, so I'll try and get to that. But as always, Terry, there's always something happening. It's a busy time of year and uh, I believe Christmas is next month. I believe it is too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so a we're month. Working, we're work, working towards that. So a month and two days. Good, um, exciting. It's an exciting role with always something happening and very privileged to be in it. So, yeah. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Shane. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you next month uh, after the next after the final council meeting for the year. Look forward to it. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Shane. We've been speaking to the Mayor of Greater Shepparton, Shane Sarley. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. When it comes to food safety and protecting yourself and your family from getting sick, how many times a day do you think you should wash your hands? Twice a day? Three times a day? Maybe five times? What if I said you should always wash your hands after using the toilet or changing a nappy, after blowing your nose, after touching animals, and before handling, preparing, and eating food? How many times a day would it be now? Food safety, it's in your hands. For more information, visit foodsafety.asn.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.